Welcome to the Business of Beers podcast. This is the place where we help entrepreneurs expand their business, build their wealth, and generate passive income. I'm your host, Brian Beers, an entrepreneur who's on a mission to inspire growth from everyone around me. Remember that you need to take the action others won't, and you can live the life that others don't. Please be sure to check out my weekly newsletter that now drops every Thursday. It includes one quote, one tweet, one podcast recommendation, plus some business and investing insight from me. It's short and it's sweet. My goal is to provide you with just a couple gold nuggets to help inspire your growth. Go to brianbeers.com to subscribe. Hello, and welcome to the Business with Beers podcast. This episode is part of a weekly series called Franchise Fridays where every Friday we have an episode dedicating to help you create freedom by owning a franchise. My family has been in the franchising business for over 45 years. My brother and I took over our family's franchise auto repair business and grew it from six locations to 30, now doing over $36 million a year, and we are not done growing. I also work one-on-one with a handful of people per month who are serious about buying their first franchise I help you narrow down whatever it is, 3,000 franchise opportunities to just a couple based on your skills, budget, goals, and location. It costs you nothing to work with me, but you do have to apply. Shoot me an email, brian at beerspodcast.com or a DM through Twitter, LinkedIn, wherever you follow me and tell me about yourself and why you're interested in franchising. And when I work with people, I ask them, well, what type of franchise industry are you open to? And a very common answer is, I'm open to anything. And this is a great way to start, but you need to start narrowing it down very quickly. It's easy to get stuck in analysis paralysis when searching for a franchise. Every development rep was going to sell you the dream. and It all sounds amazing, right? And every FDD you get will fry your brain as you get information overload. And you have dreams, right? You have dreams of entrepreneurship, financial freedom, building wealth. And you feel that owning a franchise is the best path to create that future. But if you do not act, time will pass you by. And in 10 years from now, you will be stuck in the same place that you are today. And so, The goal here is to think of focus like a flashlight, right? So focus is this flashlight in a dark room. And when you are open to anything, your flashlight, you know, in this dark room is spazzing out, right? You're going from one corner to another corner, up, down, left, right? It never stops long enough to truly understand what you're looking at. And you miss a great opportunity that is staring you right in the face. So goal for this podcast here episode is to give you five criteria to help you narrow down your franchise focus. Number one is your financial qualifications. So every franchise requires every candidate to meet minimum financial qualifications based on their net worth and liquidity. So net worth is your assets that you own minus all the liabilities. So do you track your net worth every month? If not, I'd highly recommend you start today. And by tracking it, you can see how small changes in your earnings and spending habits start to have a compound effect on growing your wealth. There's three options you have to track it. Actually, you have a lot more. But my three recommendations is you can use an app like Simplify by Quicken is one that I I really like uh, and and use to a degree. Uh, Mint, uh, I have my own... Uh, 
uh, tracker, you can go to brianbeers.com slash net worth dash tracker to get that. Uh, or simply create your own. Like it doesn't need to be complicated. Uh, you can use Excel. And so a franchisor will set a minimum net worth requirement. It could be as low as $50,000. It could be $100,000, $250,000, $500,000. Some are even a million dollars or more. And so it's important to know where you're at so you're not wasting time looking at ones that you know you wouldn't you wouldn't qualify for, right? Number two is liquidity. Uh, this is the second part of it. So liquidity is basically the cash that you have liquid at any moment. So checking, savings, your stock brokerage, any of that. You know, running out of money is the number one reason that businesses fails and franchisors want to make sure that their franchisees are well capitalized. So you may see liquidity requirements of 25,000, 100,000, 200,000, 500,000, right? It doesn't necessarily mean you have to invest all that money like into the business, but you have to have access to it. And so it's critical to know where you're at, net worth and liquidity to help narrow down your options. Number two, we're going to look at simple or complex business models. But businesses can vary greatly in their ease of operations. Some have a very simple model, while others are very complex with many moving parts. So which one do you prefer? A simple model are going to be easy to learn, and they're going to be easy to operate. However, you're going to have lots of competitors, and it's going to be highly fragmented due to the low barrier of entry. For example, some simple businesses are junk removal, house cleaning, dumpster rentals, dog poop pickup, or residential cleaning and residential painting, and goes on from there. Complex businesses are going to be ones that are harder to learn and harder to operate, and only the strongest survive. So you got to have really good operations. You got to you know be involved in the business. And it, it, there's so many moving parts. So fast food, auto repair, that's what I'm in, right? Healthcare, anything in the trades, plumbing, electrical, HVAC, and anything in like remediation. So like water, mold, fire, remediation and restoration, lots of moving parts. So you need to decide which one do you want to be in? Do you want to be in a simple business or do you want to be in a complex business? Number three is employees. So what pool of employees do you want to hire from? There's quote unskilled, which basically means you can hire almost anyone and they can learn it within a you know a short amount of time. These unskilled, you know, workers are going to have lower pay you're going to have a much bigger applicant pool. They're going to be much easier to hire, but they're going to be much harder to retain because they can go to another, quote, unskilled job and pick it up pretty quick, right? And most of these businesses have lower margin on their work. So these are your cleanies, your landscapers, cashiers, drivers, home health, right? The second part of this is skilled workers. So these are workers that have to come ready with tools, with years of experience, right? With education, all this stuff, they're going to demand higher pay. You're going to have a much smaller applicant pool. So you have to be better at recruiting. They're going to be harder to hire. And on the balance side of it is they should be easier to retain. And you should be able to get higher margin on their work, right? Because there's there's a lot less uh, supply and, and the demand's just as great. So you, you can charge more. Plumbers, electricians, auto mechanics, any sort of professional or salespeople are all great skilled positions. The next part to think about is what size of team do you want to work with? Do you want to work with a small team that's like a one to five, a medium sized team, could be a six to 20, or, you know, a large team, as, as many people as you need. 
A bigger team is definitely harder to manage, but it's a lot more resilient. If you work on a small team, maybe you can run business with four people and one of them quits. You just lost, you know, 25% of your staff. And, you know, you now are going to be picking up that slack until you get somebody else in there, right? When you get into the big size team, you know, we have 200 employees and we want to make a change. Like it is resilient. We lose one person, right? It's like, you know, half, half a percent, right? Loss in our, our headcount. And so, so it's a lot more resilient. However, you know, we've got this giant elephant. We want to make a big culture change or uh, training something. It becomes much harder to impact it. So think about for you, which one do you want to live in? And you may start off small and, and you build it and go from there. Number four is the business location. So where are you going to be conducting the business? You have really three options here. Number one is retail. So a retail business would have high rent and expenses. It's got a high visibility that creates drive-by traffic. The downside, though, is that finding locations becomes a bottleneck for growth. That is, that is a challenge we're dealing with right now. We want to grow within our market. And to find a location that meets our needs is, is very difficult. So, But there's a lot of benefits to it. Number two is flex. So uh, a flex space is basically you got a small office and a warehouse space. You can park trucks, store equipment, that kind of thing. You're going to have lower rent and expenses in retail because you're going to be in an industrial center somewhere. These are really good for territory service-based businesses. So you, your, your plumbers and your cleaners, right? anything where you're going to somebody's house, uh, this is like where you run the business out of and you can have team meetings and, and all that stuff. And then number three is home-based. So you can operate from your home and maybe you have some sort of like self-storage facility for your equipment, your vehicles, your team meetings you can conduct to your house or, you know, a co-working space or Starbucks or, or wherever. These would also work for the territory service bases, businesses when you're starting out. But, you know, you are going to want to graduate to have a more professional space, but really good options if you're just getting started um, to keep your costs down. And finally, number five is scalability. So how big do you want to scale your franchise? Almost any franchise will work if you plan on staying small and just dominating your local market. But if you want to scale to 5, 10, 25, 100 units, you need to be a lot more selective in what you're looking at. You know, you want a franchisor that encourages growth. If it's an established brand, you want to see that existing franchisees are at or above your target size. So let's say your goal is to get to 20 units and the largest franchisee and they've been around for 10 or 20 years as four, you really need to figure out like, why has nobody grown? Is it the franchisors holding them back and they, they don't want them to grow? I've, I, I'm i aware of many franchises that do that. Is the business model very hard to scale? Like there's just so many different components and it's really hard to, to, to operate remotely. You know, you got to figure that out. However, if you're looking at a brand, your goal is 20 and you see people at 20, 30, 100, 200, you know, that the the path has already been been torched, right? You just need to talk to those guys and, and figure it out. So anyhow, those are the five things that I'm looking at, or at least you should start with to help narrow your focus. Financial qualifications to, to see what you qualify for. Number two, decide if you want a simple or complex model. Number three is employees. So what, what skill level do you want to work with? Where do you want to operate this thing out of? A lot of that operation ties back to the budget, right? Uh, uh, the higher budget, you open up retail. If you have a lower budget, you are going to be most likely constrained to kind of that home or flex space to start. And scalability, how big do you want to make it? I think if you can narrow down those five things, you will have uh, much less to look at. You know, you start looking at businesses. And the idea is that progress is more important than perfection. 
And so, you know, I think once you find a business and you're like, boom, 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 and it, it hits everything I'm looking for, or it hits 80%, and the last one I'm okay with, you're going to have like a green light, right? And you're going to take time, you're going to dive into this business, and maybe, maybe it's it. But if you're open to everything, analysis, paralysis, you'll be stuck forever. So make up your own list and get going with it. So there's no perfect answer. There's no magic bullet when it comes to franchising. It's all about finding the right one that matches your goals, your budget, your skills, your location. So if you are interested in working me with me one-on-one, as I mentioned, you can send me an email, brian at beerspodcast.com or DM me, Twitter, LinkedIn, wherever. And until then, I will talk to you again. Bye. That's all we got for this episode with the Business with Beers podcast. One thing that would really help both us and other new potential listeners is to rate the show and leave a comment in iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you listen. Also, make sure to link up with me on your preferred social media platforms, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. You can find all my links at brianbeers.com. Please just share the podcast with anyone who you think might enjoy it. And until next time, remember to take the actions others won't to live the life that others don't. 